Welcome to Behind the Register, where we talk one-on-one with other business owners in downtown Fredericksburg, Virginia. Find out who's behind the register and discover what's in store for you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode. Now we are called Behind the Register because we are going to focus on downtown businesses in downtown Fredericksburg and its business owners talking to other business owners. Uh, Before we have our first guest for this episode, Anne Kemp of Dragon fly yoga uh, located at 810 caroline street i just wanted to let you all know that we are moving this format into a zoom format and we will be uh, posting it on youtube as well as itunes and um, hopefully you'll enjoy we really want to have this podcast so you can get to know the owners behind the register Um, and you could see what they're doing during uh, post-COVID times, uh, as well as what's upcoming for the holiday season and Small Business Saturdays. So we will wait. This episode was brought to you by Skin Touch Therapy Spa. We are a boutique spa offering massage, skincare, and natural nail services. Located in the heart of downtown Fredericksburg and Culpeper, Virginia, Schedule online or purchase a gift certificate for someone to enjoy. Spa local. Hi, Anne. How are you? Thanks for being one of our first guests, too, as well, for Behind the Register. Thank Uh, you. So let's start talking um, because you run Dragonfly Yoga. And uh, I'm sure people are just curious because it is an industry that has changed dramatically because of COVID. It's been affected a lot. So why don't we start there? Can you tell us like what happened during COVID and um, just the adjustments that you had to make um, just to reopen and to start doing yoga again? Yeah, so um, some major adjustments, obviously, right at the start or at the end of March, you know, um, figuring that, well, we had to switch everything to virtual quickly. And um, I am really not tech savvy at all. (laughs) I didn't know anything about Zoom. I don't know anything about microphones or webcams or how to do anything. There's actually a really funny um, little clip that we have on our um, save like Insta story about Alana and I trying to figure out how to operate things and just even work with a selfie stick. And <laughs> we, are, we were just like, what do you do? I'm like, I don't know. What does this button do? I don't know. And we're recording all this and we're finding out it's taking our picture this whole time as we're like pressing this button. We're like, what's this button do? We're both like, I don't know. I don't know. And it's like, oh, it takes a picture. <laughs> so we were really really like not equipped to move into the virtual world and obviously it was a quick learning curve um, and we were pretty pleased to be up and running um, in about about two weeks you know we we had everything going we had our classes all um, virtual um, of course there was a few hiccups some days you know uh, the video wasn't working or the microphones weren't working and Uh, And then we all had to have a new teaching style. Um, We're teaching in front of a camera. We're all having to do everything. And um, if you've ever tried to talk while teaching a full class and doing all the movements, it's not easy. (laughs) 
you have to right, learn right. there's no more walking around there's no adjusting yeah you know and we can't see the students so um there's there's nobody there was nobody else there there's no energy to kind of uh feed off of in the room and it, it, you know you're trying to connect to a computer screen that you know, you can't see your students half the time. So, I mean, there was a lot of adjustments right there in the beginning. And, you know, now as we've moved into, you know, reopening the studio, the, you know, there were a lot of factors there, you know, safety being key. That was the most important um, aspect was making sure everybody felt as safe as we could provide for them, as safe as we could make it, not only for the students, but for the instructors as well. So, um, you know, obviously having to go by the guidelines that the state has set up for us um, and, uh, and implement our own um, additional measures uh, for safety too. So, mm -hmm. so, so tell us now, now you, you, how, when, when did, did you, you open up, up and, and what, what I see that you're that doing you multiple formats to mm -hmm. just, just meet people where they're at. So tell us tell about, about those. those. So we opened, um, Oh, I guess it was, ooh, I'd have to go back and look, you know, it's kind of all, <laughs> it's all kind oh, of blended in together. Uh, it was either the end of May or early June. We were allowed to open a little earlier, but we kind of held off. We wanted to make sure that we had everything um, ready to go. Um, so we waited a couple extra weeks um, before we opened the physical space. And then we only opened one space. So we were, you know, moving from having two open studios to one studio and still trying to offer hot classes, which is completely different um, in our big space. So um, that was a big switch. Um, so yeah, we're, we're offering hot classes, we're offering unheated classes and, you know, in person and still almost every class is still offered virtually too. So for people who want to you know, still participate, but are not ready to. So it's kind of like a hybrid model where someone went and watched, but now there does have a few students in the room. And it's like apart, I think. Yes, it's 10 feet apart is is what the the state is mandating for us. So that's that's a that's a big distance you know other places it's six but for um fitness classes and we fall under that umbrella it's it's said to be 10 feet apart but you don't have to wear your mask so we um have spaces set up for nine we could actually fit a few more people in there, but they would interfere with the the camera view of the instructor. Okay. So we want to still have, um, you know, our virtual um, students have a clear view of the instructor. Um, even though we could fit a few more people in the studio, that would then interfere, and and then their experience wouldn't be quite the same either. So. Do you find that the teachers are liking the hybrid model because now they are getting some feedback within their teaching that they can see if the, the class is responding and then they can infer like the person watching that they're kind of doing something similar to who's in front of them? Uh, it definitely helps having students back in, in the classroom. I mean, because yeah, you can see, oh, there, uh, you can get the energy and then you can also see how the pacing is going and um, maybe see where a little verbal correction 
uh, needs to come into play, you know, so all of us has, we've, we've all really improved on verbal instruction. Um, because we have to be able to give everything very clear to the virtual students uh, on what we're doing. Um, and maybe even like the, the students way in the back of the class who can't quite see us because they're, you know, 30 feet away from us. <laughs> That's true, actually. And we're, and, you know, we're not walking around because we're, we're trying to stay in front of the camera. So, and we're not walking around either doing any physical adjustments like we used to. Um, and we're also trying to respect their space and not get too close. Did you, did you have plans to go virtual at some point? And then when COVID hit, it just moved that timeline up or were you just, was that not any thought of doing Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't even really in the scope of, of where I was looking to grow <laughs> or how I was, but you know, now it's like, we figured that out and that's something that we'll definitely continue to keep offering. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's changed everything now, you know, even for us with online shopping, that was something down the road. And mm -hmm. now it's just, I think, part of business now um, going forward, you know, now that you have it, you're not right. going to not do it as well. Right. Right. It, it's a continue, something we'll continue to offer. So, I mean, that's a positive. That's, that's an area that I never, had dreamed of moving into. And, and obviously, you know, once, uh, once we're able to have more than nine or 10 students in our space, the virtual will look a little bit different. I mean, um, we can't, the, the instructor will not always be standing on their mat. They will have, they will come a time where we're able to move around and, and assist people more. So it will definitely look a little bit different, but it'll, you know, we'll still be able to come into your home. I think it's interesting because there was, um, you know, in the industry, places, studios that were doing virtual, oh, but yeah. it was limited to, you know, these bigger studios, bigger names, mm -hmm. um, you know, or there was online, it was definitely moving there, right? But there was mm -hmm. just a very few players there, right? Bigger right. players. Um, but now it's, it, now I think a lot of studios have that option which mm -hmm. I think is great because you have that connection with the community, the community knows these teachers, and exactly. now it's more accessible because the technology, anybody can have that technology, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so I think it's gone into this kind of like micro level where it's also even that playing field for yoga studios to kind of do that format. Whereas before I think yoga studios were just doing in-person classes and then there were these big major companies that were doing you know, the, the online thing. And now I think it's, it's merged and crossed, you know. Right. And, you know, that's the feedback that we've gotten. Um, you know, I've taken my share of online classes throughout the years. Um, and being able to take an online class, attend one with, um, you know, your local teacher is fantastic. I mean, you, you, you're, you're still feeling very connected and you'll see people, you know, walk, people that you know, walk in front of the camera in a live class and like, oh, hey, there's, you know, so-and-so and there's so-and-so and, -so, and you, you're, you're still there. Um, it's more personal and it continues to have that connection. And I think what's nice too is because for those teachers, you know, you're not limited to just the local community or like, you know, you've traveled abroad as well as, you know, teachers 
everybody has a different place where they've been, but they have a following that are not just local. And now that that following can access them in, in this greater way that was never possible before. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We ha I have had people join into the class, um, you know, friends from Germany and friends from England and so um, friends in Jordan. So that's really cool that they can, you know, join in still. I think that is awesome and like probably would not have happened, you know, if you weren't pushed to go into <laughs> unless, Yeah, unless we were like, weren't forced to do it. <laughs> yeah. um, so you're also doing classes outdoors, correct, too? Like we We've stopped that. So that those ended at the end of September. Um, you know, okay. there was some definitely some some cold mornings. Um, <laughs> and there's been some, you know, a little it was getting, it got a little wet. And so we've we've moved all of our classes now back indoors. But you know, that is that's something that people really enjoy too. So uh, as the weather changes again come spring, I I see us having that offering again. It's funny because when I taught, I, you know, a long time ago, mm -hmm. used to teach yoga for those who don't know, but when I taught outside, it's so different than an indoor setting because you're more connected with nature, you know, because mm -hmm. of how the wind blows or what you're smelling and right. it, it, it changes the pace of a class because I think when you're indoors, you, it's just like blank canvas, right? Everything's kind of controlled. Like, you know, exactly. when you're outdoors, you're, you're, you know, susceptible to everything, but that changes the pace and it also adds more of a dimension to a class, which is kind of cool. Absolutely. You know, there are definitely people who loved the outdoor classes. There are definitely teachers that love to teach the outdoor classes. And then there's there's the opposite who were like, I don't want anything to do with outdoor classes. I don't want to take any outdoor classes. <laughs> so I think there's, there, there's a side for each of that one. <laughs> um, tell us about like just the, are you, what are you finding with your yoga students? Do you find that you're getting more? Do you find that I think there's a lot more stress? Uh, I would even say like a low level trauma. <laughs> Do you find people seeking out yoga now um, because of that? Or, you know, what, what patterns have changed uh, for you now? Are you finding new people coming to yoga? We're, we're actually starting to see more new people coming again. So, um, you know, our members and regular students have been fantastic. They've been so supportive um, throughout this, this whole, these whole what, six, six, seven months now. Um, so that has been fabulous. And now we're starting to see um, new interests, people who maybe have come to the studio a few times in the past, you know, last year, maybe earlier, um, you know, just after the first of the year are starting to come back now um, and are showing interest. So, um, you know, it's, it's fluctuating. Um, some days we have a lot of, of new students and some days we don't. Um, but I definitely think people are realizing uh, the benefits of the whole practice and, you know, not only just the physical, the benefits, but how it works so much internally with you. Um, are you finding that people, that since people are home more, that like maybe day classes are more popular than weekends or evenings? Have you found a shift in schedule because now people may be working from home? Have, do you notice any of that? 
Yeah, you know, um, when we were in lockdown, obviously the morning classes were really, really popular because everybody was home. And that we found that the evening classes were not as popular um, as they used to be because everybody was home, they got everything done early and then at night they were like done. <laughs> uh, so now we're seeing that shift again um, because people are you know, more back to work. Um, the morning classes uh, are not as, not as crowded as the evening classes or the very early morning classes are, are more crowded than like the, the um, the later morning classes, the evening classes are, are more crowded now um, that people have started going back to work and, and back to school. So um, we have seen a shift back to what it was kind of like a normal fall. Yeah, so you're finding that people are kind of going back into their regular time. Yeah, to their normal routine, normal schedule, um, because I think their life has kind of gotten a little more I don't want to say balanced, but they're uh, a normalcy to it again. Sure. So are you doing hot yoga? Because that's usually kind of what people, like when it starts to get a chill. It starts to get cold. <laughs> I want hot yoga. Yeah. Coming back and it has things changed with that. Are you offering more classes or? Yeah. So we're, we're just getting ready to reopen the hot studio. The hot studio has been closed this whole time. Um, we selected a few days to heat up the main space and keep it heated all day by using the hot studio. Um, it, it wasn't as warm as our hot studio uh, normally is, but um, uh, I think next week, we're, next Wednesday is our first like official hot studio class. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people really like that. Yeah, they do really like it. And, and you know, they really like the, the, the more intense heat that our hot studio can bring. Um, so it, it's, that obviously has changed a lot too. We, we got a new um, air purification system for just in the hot studio. Um, it's because of distancing, you know, we can't have many people in that space. So it's, um, it's gonna be a much, uh, it, it's like a semi-private uh, <laughs> Yeah, and, and the instructor doesn't have to, um, it'll be all verbal instruction because the instructor doesn't have the space in there um, to do the whole class. They don't need to because they're not, it's not a virtual class in the hot room. There'll be a, a, different, a different experience again for the instructor. Well, I'm sure they're all adapting, right? Your oh gosh, yes. I mean, it's, it's been a great growth experience. I mean, when do you grow is, your growth happens when you're pushed outside your comfort zone. And, and, you know, that's happened for all of us. We've all been forced outside of the comfort zone. And so, yeah, we've all grown in ways that we never had it maybe anticipated or planned on. So, you know, there's the, there's the positives. There's the positives are happening. Do you feel like because you've had a, like a yoga foundation that it's kind of helped guide you through all of this? Or do oh. you feel like <laughs> you're just a normal person too and you're just feeling the feels kind of? You know, at first, First, uh, it was like I was. I just wanted to put the covers over my head and not get out of bed for until it was all over. <laughs> just like, just let it be done. <laughs> but you know, having having this practice and and um, for so many years and just really even taking more time now for self study and looking more internal of of how it's 
affected me, how it's, how it's changed and helped me grow. Um, you know, there is a blessing there for sure. Talk about a little bit about the history with Dragonfly Yoga, your yoga practice, and then you purchased um, the studio. So do you feel like now Dragonfly, this is like the third version of it? I mean, you've done a lot of improvements to it, but I mean, this was like, I'm sure like, a, you know, not a 180 from what it originally is, but it's definitely grown tremendously, right? Mm -hmm. So give, give the viewers a little bit of, you know, something about your your yoga journey and then how you acquired dragonfly give a little background to it uh so um gosh i took my first yoga class in 2002 and you know the just after the first class i was like wow this is life-changing physically um i didn't really tap in or get the um what the internal side of it was, and because I'm an extremely slow learner, it takes me a long time to learn these things, but I think that's good. It really like sinks in, you know? Um, it always, that's the, the beauty of yoga is that it starts with this physical, right? And then yeah. as you get more comfort within that, as you're learning more of your body, you get more of this mm -hmm. deeper understanding and then it gets into the emotion and the mental and the philosophy. So it, it, then it just kind of hits you, right? Yeah. First you think, oh, I'm just doing the physical mm -hmm. and I still feel great. But once you, you've gone through that layer right. and then you go a little deeper, you really, you find this really profound experience of really what yoga can really do. You know, I absolutely, feel. absolutely. I don't think you're the only one about about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lifelong pro process. I mean, and you continue to learn. And um, you know, however long I've been practicing, it's I'm, I'm still learning and growing after every experience. And there and there's some teaching there somewhere that I can always find. And you know, I never never thought that I would own a yoga studio. Um, until I lived in, in Germany and you know, just how all of these things transpired. I mean, you know, we were supposed to be in Germany for an extra year and, and had we been there, I wouldn't own Dragonfly because the way the transition happened with the previous owner Kit and her departure to Germany, it just, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have transpired had you know, that- The timing wouldn't the have- The timing, happened. right, exactly. So, um, it just kind of all, it was like the universe intervened and said, this is what's supposed to happen. This is how it's supposed to happen. You know, I wish the universe had given me a little more clue on that there would have been a pandemic coming up so I could have been a little more prepared because who knew that was gonna happen? Nobody did. <laughs> Nobody did. How does, how does a brand new business owner, you know, figure that out? And, you know, my, my whole, my whole reasoning was I was so inspired by the, the studio I attended in Germany was a German owned studio and everything was taught in German. And, you know, uh, yoga is, is, it's a universal language. So I, I went in there and I, I could follow along and um, fairly well without having uh, much knowledge of the language. And of course, during my time practicing there, I got much better at understanding everything um, in German. But that the environment that my teacher Helena had uh, created was just 
something, it was so meaningful and so powerful. And um, when it all transpired with being able to purchase dragonflies, like that's what I wanted to create was this, this same community that I had there. And, you know, that is something that we've worked the last two years, two and a half years now in creating. And um, it's just been fantastic and wonderful, the connections that we have. And seeing that transpire, that kind of vision and goal of what I wanted to create happen. Well, I mean, there's a testament to that because um, you've definitely built a community and a a, a following because, you know, during COVID, those people were there to support Mm -hmm. you, you know, and those were the relationships that you've had. Um, So, you know, kudos to you. And I think you're achieving that vision there. Thank you. Thank you. You know, well, you know, this, this here, what we're doing is the most uncomfortable thing for me. I am not... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not one to like put my, I don't like to put my face out there. I mean, if you look at our Instagram, you look at all our social media, it's not me, it's everybody else. You know, I like to highlight, you know, all the other instructors because it's not, it's not just me. It is, it's what everybody else brings and, and the community that they bring and the passion that they have. Um, And, and, this being in front of the camera is not what I enjoy at all. I think that too, because I mean, I'm a little bit of a ham, of course. (laughs) I I don't mind being in front of the camera, but you know, I definitely do like to highlight the team and I like, you know, I have great loyal clients as well too. Mm -hmm. But I think in this time, you know, we do as owners have to step forward a little bit and kind of do what's needed and kind of speak for the company a little Mm -hmm. bit. Uh, and the brand. And I think people are just curious about the experience, you know, Uh, why I wanted to do this a little bit too, was just because I think people walk by, you know, a lot of businesses and instead of going in, they're shy, right? Mm -hmm. And they, they always go, I wonder how they're doing. Or, you know, like, you know, you hear about yoga classes, but how Mm -hmm. are they, what changed for COVID? Right. I thought, we really need to get this message out there, you know, a little bit. And so people won't be curious, won't be shy. People will say, oh, I saw her and I want to go in and say hi, or Mm. I've always been thinking about yoga and I feel safe and comfortable and I can come to this yoga class or I could do it virtually. And the, I didn't know, you know, isn't there because we're kind of getting that message out a little bit. And that's why it inspires me to do this. which is why I'm like, okay, well, we'll just do it. And I, I think the fun thing about COVID was it just pushed everyone to do something that they didn't normally do. So if you didn't want to be in front of the camera, you are in front of the camera now. You know? Exactly, exactly. And and that's, you know, one reason I did reach out to you. It was like, okay, this is not something I would normally do, but it, it's it's good. Again, it's, it's pushing me outside of my comfort zone um, and helping me grow in a way that maybe... I wouldn't have done without. <laughs> you were the one of the first to say, hey, uh, I hear you're doing like, this. I you know what I'll do? I, well, that was it. I was just going like, to take that, take that leap and that jump of like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> well, we've known each other. So I think it, it just easily flows our conversation too. Exactly. Tell us a little bit of what's coming up. Uh, are you doing anything for Small Business Saturdays? Anything to look forward to for holiday for people who are watching? 
Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, our biggest thing is we are reopening our hot studio. So our class schedule is going, is going to be expanding once again. So we'll have a lot more offerings um, within the studio to take classes. And of course, we still have our virtual offering. You know, the holidays are going to be definitely a big, it's going to be a bit different for us because during the holidays, we, I often, um, did a lot of, for Thanksgiving and for Christmas, donation-based classes. Cause this is like when we would work towards giving back to uh, the food bank or finding um, someplace where we wanted to donate funds for, for um, you know, our Christmas Eve classes and our Thanksgiving day classes and New Year's Eve and New Year's day classes. And, um, you know, the, that's just, I'm not really sure how we will accomplish that because it was all about a bunch of people coming in, you know, having a packed out studio with 40 or 45 people in there. And, and, wow. and that's just not, <laughs> that's not something we can do right now. So, you know, brainstorming some ideas of maybe, you know, can we do like a huge virtual thing and um, donation based that way of, of popping in and, you know, continuing to have that offering because, you know, that's really important is our community give back. I mean, I definitely think if you do virtual and, and it's still donation based, mm -hmm. you're not limited to 40 people. You could have a hundred people online exactly. following and supporting that charity that you guys are giving back to. Right. Um, so, which is, that's definitely a, a great positive, you know, mm -hmm. know that. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, we, won't, that's awesome. we won't be limited that way. <laughs> <laughs> I know the world is open now. It's more, it's, it, I mean, even though we're not so connected, we still are very connected, you know? Right. It's just, it's just in a different, a different way. So, mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, um, and then Small Business Saturdays, do you have any specials or anything coming up with that? Do you? Um... Uh, nothing that I can put out yet. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the viewers how they can access online yoga if they wanted to. Like, how does that work? Um, is it a monthly fee? Um, a limited? And, and uh, tell them like your website that they can go to. Yeah, so everything's on our website, Dragonfly Yoga Fred. Um, we've tried to make it as simple and as clear as possible. Um, everything's done through Zoom for the virtual classes. Uh, we, we have different types of packages that you can purchase if you just want virtual, if you want the option of having, you know, an in-studio option or a virtual option um, and our on-demand content. Uh, there's different packages for that. We try to make make something for everyone. So, you know, if there's just a little bit, we have little options. If you want more, we have other options. That's awesome. Because I mean, like, you, you know, people may practice once a week, or they may practice three or four times a week. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we tried to figure out something that will work for everyone. Awesome. Um, all right. Well, I love this. And it, I was curious myself, too, about just like, the yoga world, because I was from there. And so it, it's always like, I want to know what people are up to. And I love seeing all the things that you've done so far, you know. Thank you. Um, and I love seeing people on the street with yoga mats. 
Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like 10 years ago, there wasn't that, you know? And so now I do see people coming in and out of their cars with their yoga mats mm -hmm. um, coming out a little bit more. And I'm sure there's a lot more people at home doing yoga, which oh, is- yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a great introduction for somebody who may be, you know, it can be really intimidating to walk into a yoga studio and, and, and not know what's expected and how, how things are supposed to go. And so there's, there can be a lot of uncertainty for a new student. Um, and so having that virtual option of like, well, I can, I can still go and kind of see what it's about without, you know, having to physically walk through the door. So if they're maybe not sure what to expect, they can, come in on a virtual class and see like, oh, okay, yeah, this is, this is good. This is one. That, that's great because before that was never the option, you know? I also think it's great because you don't have to dress up now or do your hair. Or... <laughs> Just have your camera off. <laughs> yeah, we you, had a few surprises with the cameras being on a few times of like, oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Let's turn that camera off. <laughs> That's kind of fun. I mean, it's not like a two-way streaming. You're not really seeing them because it's just, they're just seeing you guys. You're not really like looking at their posture or anything, right? Right, right. So, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. So, but <laughs> at first, when we were first working it out, we had, um, we had a, what we called a gatekeeper. So, um, you know, somebody would be streaming either from the studio or from their home. And then another person, you know, either my, usually myself or Alana would be the gatekeeper. And so we're letting people into the classroom. We're making sure everything's working online. And if somebody has a problem, we try to troubleshoot it. And so we would kind of be watching what's going on. And we, we had a couple instances where some people had their cameras on and, and we were like, oh, that doesn't, we don't, people don't need to see that. Let's <laughs> Other people in Zoom, yeah. Other people in Zoom or just, you know, not realizing that we can see you and what you're doing. <laughs> so. That's funny, but it's probably all amongst friends, so. Yeah. <laughs> Like we could see your dog running across your mat going crazy. Oh, yeah, yep. <laughs> so it was it was quite an experience. <laughs> All right, well, we'll end it there. And I thank you for your time. Absolutely, uh, thank you. Yeah, this was great. So um, we'll keep having more of these episodes um, and we'll keep meeting more business owners of downtown Fredericksburg. Thank you, Ann Kemp of Dragonfly Yoga. Um, Thanks, Brian. It was great catching up, and we'll see. I'll see you on the street too. I'll see you on the street. That's right. Or I'll see you in Skin Touch. <laughs> yes, you are there regularly. Yes, I am. <laughs> yesterday, I think, right? I was there yesterday. I had a great pedicure from Tiffany. Wonderful job. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll end it there. That was probably the perfect ending. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks, Anne. Bye. Thank you for listening to Behind the Register. I'm your host, Brian Lamb, and this episode was produced by Haley Harkins. Special thanks to Fredericksburg, Virginia Main Street for hosting our episode. We hope you enjoyed knowing a bit more about your local small business. Please support your local business for Small Business Saturday and this upcoming holiday season. If you like what you heard, support us. Share, comment, and give us a like. We'll catch you next time as we go Behind the Register.